and in Ankeny. <laughs> From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Back with the hour number two, Miller and Condon continues, 106.3 KXNO, and on the iHeartRadio app. Joining us right now, Mike Palm from Circus Sports has got Emery Songer in here with us today. Emery, I know you're getting deeper and deeper into the gambling world, sports wagering as it was legalized and the overturn of PASPA now four years ago. It was what? Yeah, three years ago here in our state, and uh, yeah, the it became official. It has grown. Are you a daily player now, or are you still just uh, dabble from time to time? I'm a, a selective player. Yeah. I, I don't need to have skin to enjoy games. Uh, when I feel good about something, I'll play. And typically play pretty aggressively. Gotcha. So you're you're a player like that, and there's many, as you know, and our audience knows, I'm a daily player. I've you're, got you're, something going every single you're day. You're a spray and pray, baby. That is what it is. Mike Paul joining us, the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. A big week for them as they announce the launch of their two football contests coming up this fall, Circa Million and Circa Survivor. Here to talk about that. Mike, as always, good to talk to you here on a Friday. Busy week for you. How's everything? Good morning. When does Ken Miller and you ever work? Uh, he's got a lot of vacation time. A lot, a lot of, vacation. of vacation. Yeah, he. Oh. Uh, well, he's built it up over the years. You know, the old man. When you work this long, you build up a lot of vacation. He's going to come see you next week. Is he really? That's what he says. He says he's stopping by. He's in California right now uh, with his wife. They're visiting the kids out there that live in California. But he said. I found a cheap flight. I'm heading to Vegas for a couple of days next week before he comes back. So he'll be, uh, I'm sure, texting you here the next day or two, trying to figure out a time to hang out for a little bit there at Circa. Awesome. Well, the week is upon us. We've been talking about it here all week long. We had Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa, on on Wednesday and talked about the launch of the two contests, Circa Survivor, Circa Million, a $6 million prize pool for each of these. And last year in Survivor, you guys didn't hit the overlay, so it came out of Derek's pocket ultimately. But the goodwill that has been created with these contests, let's start with the decision, though. What's the guarantee? You guys had the commercials running. What was the guarantee? How you guys came to the $12 million combined, $6 millions for each contract, contest Excuse me for this Circa Survivor and Circa Million? Yeah, $12 million guarantee. Last year we did $6 million Survivor, $4 million in the Circa Million 3, and we got about 4100 in both, so... The big overlay, $1.9 million in the Survivor, and then the million-dollar bonus hit. So we lose $2.9 million in the contest. Um, look, last year I thought we had him convinced to go 4-4, four and four, mm-hmm. and he said, no, I don't want to do 8, I want to do 10. And then we tried to tell him, you know, going from 1 to $6 million in Survivor was too aggressive. But uh, we got 4100 There's a lot of reasons to think it's going to grow. Um, obviously, there's a lot more travel mm-hmm. now this this year, this summer, than there was last summer, uh, still in the midst of the pandemic. Uh, and so we were hoping to do to five and five, maybe, and do 10 uh, again, and maybe balance it out. But Derek, you know, he always wants to move forward. So six and six. Survivor essentially the same. Um, remember, 
18 weeks of the NFL regular season. You have to pick a winner. You can't use the team twice. Uh, team has to win the game. So tie, you're out. Or if they don't play the game, you're out. Um, and then we add two weeks. So the three Thanksgiving Day games are their own week. And then the three the way Christmas works out this year, three games on Christmas and then one on the, on the Monday night following. So that week, the Saturday is the week upon itself, those 11 games, and then the four games, three on Christmas and one on the 26th are week. So essentially there's 20 weeks you have to make a pick. So 20 and 0, if you make it all the way there, you have a chance for a million-dollar bonus. Last year, the million-dollar bonus was you had to use one of the two Super Bowl teams on the last week, which um, – Three out of the five guys that went undefeated were able to do that. Wow. And so not only did they split the six million, one point two million each, three of them split the additional million, got another three hundred and thirty three thousand on top of that. A little twist this year. If you go twenty and zero to be eligible for the million dollar bonus, you cannot use the Super Bowl team. So you cannot at any time use the Rams, you cannot at any time use the Big Interesting. So a new wrinkle this year for Survivor. If you think about it, thousand dollars, that's what the entry fee is. It's fifty dollars a week. I, I I certainly bet $50 a week. I'm not a big player by any means, but when you kind of break it down on a weekly price, that's sticker shock. There may be some people out there that don't dabble deep into the market. It, it's certainly very affordable and a chance to hit it big, as we found about here with Survivor. Well, and on top of that, you think about the way that this goes. I think we all play Survivor in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. And it really, if if you're good at it, you strategize over an entire season, but you're making a single bet per week mm-hmm. and as the season goes on you're able to make those adjustments yep. and i don't it, it's hard to win it all is. the way through the entire year but it feels very much attainable i mean i'd feel better doing that than some of the future bets i hear Crent, Crent Condon <laughs> signing up for yeah there, there's some tough ones out there mike you know that everyday player yeah you know, we got people coming out there second weekend in august and we've talked about that also for people going out there they want to sign up for the contest and and they want to get involved it's a season-long contest an opportunity and an opportunity to hit it big you talked about the money for the champions a year ago the strategy, though, that Emery was talking about there, the strategy, I think, is what makes Circa Survivor not just talking about picks and what you're going to do and what teams you have available, but the strategy. You guys talk about that on Beeson all the time, just how important it is to really, as you get deeper and deeper into the season, take a look out and see what you have remaining. You know, there's a lot of different theories on how to play it. There's so many interesting storylines, and then, you know, you get halfway through the season and how many of the people are left and what's their path, who do they have available. You know, and as you start whittling down to under 100 players, under 50 players, people can start figuring out how to hedge, too. You know, you can, you know, play the money line again. So there was a lot of different things that happened with the five guys last year. They were five guys going into the last week, and they all made it. So split five ways. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Some guys will never use a road team. Um, some guys don't like to play division games. Everybody has a different theory. Some guys will map out the whole 20 weeks. Right now, other guys say, I want to survive to like week six, and then we'll have a path from there. Once I get through week six and I understand who the teams are better, then I'm going to go back from, we'll call it week 20, really week 18 in the NFL, work back from there and how they're going to do it. But there's so many storylines, and it's just it's great talking points all year long. The other contest is the Circa Millions. This is where you pick five NFL games each and every week against the spread. 
The spread comes out, it locks in as soon as that spreads out. Doesn't matter what injuries happen, doesn't matter what's happening with the point spread. It stays locked in throughout the week until the games kick off. Same thing, $1,000 entry for the full season, five picks against the spread each and every week. But the part about this that I love, and this is why I'm going to be jumping on this one when I get out there to Vegas this August, is even if you get off to a rough start, you have a bad week, you got a one and four there in week three, and you think, you're done. That's not the case because you guys also have the quarterly prizes. So if you have a hot three, four weeks, you got a chance to get some cash. Yeah, first let me say you can purchase a maximum of six entries in Survivor okay. at a thousand apiece, and a maximum of three, um, a three in the uh, Circumstance Four. Now it is. If you if you do all nine and you come out, we're going to give you a room for two nights. That's a seven day a week offer. Uh, at the D or Golden Gate, you can pay an upgrade to stay at Circa. If you do some combination of six, seven, or eight, we'll give you a casino rate. I know a lot. You're going to bring a lot of uh, folks out that weekend of uh, the 12th of August, 12th, 13th of August mm-hmm. is going to be the first of the three major sign-up contest weekends, and we're focusing on Iowa and Canada. So Ken checks both boxes nice. there um, that first weekend, and what that entails is a cocktail party on Friday night um, at. Uh, Bar Canada, kind of a meet and greet. And then on Saturday, there's a stadium swim component, a get-together at stadium swim in the day, and then each of those three weekends, there's a concert on Fremont Street uh, on uh, Saturday night as well. The third weekend of it, I'm going to have that panel, like I had had the last two years, uh, sports betting, specifically football-based panel. Yeah, so circa millions for the guarantee goes up from four to six million, um, which allows us to pay deeper, um, instead of last year, we paid the top 50, we're paying the top 100 this year. And the quarterly payouts, as you mentioned, they go up from 250,000 a quarter to 300,000 a quarter. We're going to pay the top five. Last year, we paid the top three. And the quarters are the first four weeks of the year is a quarter, then week five through nine is a quarter, then 10 through 13 is a quarter, then 14 through 18. So four weeks, five weeks, four weeks, five weeks. The top score in that quarter guaranteed at least $150,000. And then it goes down second is 60, third is 40, I think fourth is 15, and fifth is 10. Each quarter, the person with the worst record wins, that's the booby prize, quarterly booby prize, they win $50,000. Or, I'm sorry, $25,000. Whole year long worst record's $100,000, and then we call it second worst. We added second worst or half a booby. That wins $50,000. Now, to to win the uh, prizes on the bottom and gap it, submit every pick you can't go 0 and 5 because you didn't submit so sure. you always have to submit once you don't submit a pick you're ineligible um for the booby prizes should we do an excess of six million entries we'll split the additional funds so let's say 6400 people exactly sign up mm-hmm. four hundred thousand extra dollars into the pool we'll take two hundred thousand of that and we're going to give it to each of the four quarterly winners so instead of 150 they'll be worth two hundred thousand now and then the other 200000 we split evenly amongst the top 100. So first place will be $1,000,002,000. And, and last place, instead of being 2000 would be 4000 Could impact significantly those bottom payouts if we do over 6000 entries. Yeah, it's great stuff, great information. The other component I want to mention to our listeners that are looking to head out there again, the weekend of August 12th and 13th, you can use the discount code MC20, both at Circa and the D. You can get that code, use that to get in. If you stay at the D, you can get into Stadium Swim at no additional cost. So that'll be happening for our Saturday event happening at Stadium Swim. But if you're heading out there, the other component that people here from the state of Iowa need to know 
is you have to get a proxy. You need to have a proxy in Nevada, in Las Vegas, that will get your picks in each and every week. If you can, just for people that have never never done that, fill us in a little bit more of how that's going to work. And while people are there in August, what happens when they meet with the proxy to figure out exactly how that's going to go? Yeah, so there's a, num- a number of proxy services. And it's because of the Wire Act, you can't, there's gaming can't take place across state lines. So you have to go to Las Vegas or in Nevada and register in person. And then you can sign up a person to be your proxy to put in your picks, which have to occur within state lines as well. Um, you can go research it. There's like six major ones and some other minor ones. Um, they advertise online. You can make an appointment with one of them. Um when you come out or you, they're around, they usually keep office hours in the sports book at Circa and the D. Generally, they charge $300 for the year and additional increment if you do multiple entries. So maybe 25 or 50, some of them charge a little less. But essentially, they put the picks in for you every week. So they'll have a deadline. Now, our deadline last year was 3 p.m. Pacific, 5 o'clock Central to get all your picks in for either contest. We extended it an hour this year, so it's 4 Pacific, 6 Central. But they might have a deadline for you at 10 a.m. on on Saturday morning. You have to text them your picks because they have to go, and most of them do it in the kiosk, and put all their clients' picks in. So they'll have a deadline. But they're also good about they're probably going to call you at like 8 a.m. if it's 10 and say, hey, you remember you don't have your picks in yet. I know a lot of local people here in Nevada that that hired the proxy just because it's worth it um, to get that reminder or because at some point during five months they're going to be out of town. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense to go that route. It's see Circa Survivor and Circa Millions. You can find more information, CircaSports.com. Just go there and the contest tab if you're interested. And again, MC20, that promo code to get 20% off your room at Circa or the D coming up. And that, in fact, uh, discount code goes August 7th through the 17th. So extended that out a little bit more. Going to be a great time. We got NBA playoffs going on. We got the NHL last night. A couple of incredible games, including the Blues. Mike, I had it wrong. I had the avalanche for the sweep there. I got to rip up that ticket in the NHL. I know you love your hockey. Yeah, uh, interesting. I can't believe that the Panthers are favored in game three in Tampa Bay. That's interesting That's to weird. me. Uh, it's weird to me. I bet uh, I bet a big parlay. I You know, several places will let you parlay series prices. I parlayed Flames and, and Hurricanes in this round. I thought they're both... Well, if Shesterkin's going to have to be regular season Shesterkin to be competitive at all for the Rangers. And then let's not forget that the last month of the regular season, the Hurricanes went into Madison Square Garden and beat the Rangers twice rather easily. Um, and then I just, you know, how do you go from maybe the best goaltending performance in a series of all time in Ottinger to Mike Smith? I mean, the drop-off's so significant. I think Calgary puts up four or five or more in every game in this series. I think that has a better chance of being a sweep. It's interesting, the NBA playoffs, Trent, the Golden State in our future, they team we win anything to. We lose big to Dallas in the Western Conference. We win to Golden State, and we win to Golden State for the finals. We lose to either of the teams in the East, and we lose to Dallas. Um, we were in a, a little bit of a bad situation going into that game last night. We opened that number three and a half Miami. Uh, they bet it down to a pick, and then it was at a pick. Uh, a pro better came in and bet 150000 on the Heat at pick. So we were in trouble to the Heat by one or two or even three. Unfortunately, Boston uh, played very well. They got the players back, and uh, it really wasn't much of a contest. But we sat with an ugly move for ourselves there last night. Finally, PGA Championship continues. We got the British and, of course, the U.S. Open coming up this summer. Circus Sports always 
Best price you're going to find in golf out there, and it's not even close to the theoretical hold that you guys have in golf events, and certainly with the majors here. Good start for Rory. Is that a guy that you guys are rooting for at Circa, or are you hoping from somebody else from the field? It's really interesting um, because we're looking at this, and there's a lot of variance. You know, we have the lowest takeout on golf, um, but there's a lot of variance. McElroy's a loser for us, not the worst. Um, we really get killed with uh, speed. Um, our Matsuyama, Scheffler's a six-digit lo- a six-digit loser. Shoffley's a six-digit loser. Lowry's a six-digit loser. Um, a couple of mid-five five-digit losers, and then the rest are are, are pretty good results for us. Um, I, I look at it, and in, in, in the likelihood of, I mean, the best result we could have is John Rahm. Uh, he, he, we kill it with John Rahm, and, and, all, and then there's a lot of good results. So the, few, the handful of guys I mentioned are bad for us, and then we kind of just need to fade those those five or six fellas. Rahm won under today, got off to a rough start yesterday with the 73. My dude, my long shot this week was Max Homa. He's even. We need a big round out of him, get him in contention, give myself a chance with that 70-1 to ticket. And, well, as always, Mike, I shopped around. There's a couple other books out there that had him. 35, 40, 50 to 1, 70 to 1 at Circa. I think it just goes to show you what you guys do with golf. Yeah, I mean, we had Tiger at between 90 and 100 to 1. Mm-hmm. I saw him at 104. I mean, other other books are, are criminal. I mean, yeah. they're, 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 I saw a book that had him at 26 to 1. I Jeez. mean, that's a joke. Yeah. That's really a joke. But it goes a 40% takeout versus a 12% takeout. So there, there it is. Makes a lot of sense. Mike Palm, we will talk again next week with you. Appreciate the time, and we will continue pushing, getting people out there in August for our Iowa event at Circa. Appreciate it, Mike. All right, thanks. I'll be looking for Ken this weekend. Yes, yes, absolutely. He'll be uh, he'll be dinging you, and uh, we'll get a hold of him and have that hooked up. That's Mike Palm. He is the vice president of operations at Circa, an Iowa guy, grew up in Dubuque, went to Notre Dame after Dubuque Wallert, where he went to high school. One of the good guys in the business. Always fun to talk to. And you get into golf at all? Oh, yeah. I know you golf. Yeah. Do you enjoy watching golf, though? Because you, yeah. you got too much. You got. You said you got NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Locked and loaded this afternoon. Watch a little Tiger. And Yeah, I'll watch a little bit this afternoon. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not infatuated with Tiger like everybody else is. I, I enjoy it when he's he's winning. I like a lot of the young guys mm-hmm. on the tour. I like watching the exciting guys. Like everybody was talking about this McElroy, Spieth, Woods mm-hmm. trio that was teeing off together. Everybody forgot the top three players in the world rankings were teeing off at the same time too. It's it like, are we just going to forget that that's going on now? Obviously, Roy stole the show, and yep. so if you were watching the the Woods McElroy Spieth, you saw uh, a show of drivesmanship that I <laughs> haven't seen recently. Um, man, he was hitting the ball everywhere. This he he was so good yesterday, Roy. So I I enjoy watching uh, golf, but I always like it when a guy like Abraham Answer yes is in, involved. I like it when a guy like uh, Patrick Reed. Has himself, you know, in contention. And you're just like, show me that guy a little bit more, right? Uh, so, yeah, and, and Zalatoris, too, is kind of fun to watch. He is, you know? yeah. Just a skinny, spindly guy. Right. I, looks I can... like He looks like the caddy from 
Happy Gilmore. Right. So so I can relate to that a little bit. So <laughs> I, I enjoy those kind of guys. I enjoy it when there's a show stealer at these major tournaments. And we'll see. You know, yeah, it's fun watching Phil win at age 50. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun watching Tiger be in contention into the weekend. Yeah, it's fun watching Roy drive at 350 yards every single time off the tee. Yeah, it's fun watching Bryson DeChambeau completely you know, destroy his clubs because he's angry because he's got roid rage. Like all that stuff is fun, but give me those underdogs, the, the, those the Gary Woodlands of the world sure. that are going to pop up and steal a major tournament. And that's why I tune in on Sundays. It should be a good weekend. And we will recap it with Matt Rudy coming up on Monday's show here on Miller and Condon. We need a timeout. We talked Hawkeyes already. We're going to talk some Cyclones next as Dave Sprow is going to join us from KASI in Ames. But before that, let's try to give you a thousand dollars. Time for another $1,000 home run here on KXNO. Go to KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000 by entering the keyword work. Work at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000 in this nationwide contest. Quick timeout. We're talking Cyclones next. Dave Sproul joins us as we roll through on a Friday. And Claxons, your chance to win. Claxons Barbecue still to come here this hour. It's Miller and Condit. Most everyone knows that the Grumpy Goat Tavern has great lunches and dinners. But did you know that the Grumpy Goat Tavern also has breakfast? Classics like steak and eggs, the hangover burrito, chorizo biscuits and gravy. You can step it up with the shrimp and grits, breakfast fried rice, or hot chicken and waffles. And don't forget the big-ass cinnamon roll. Plus, bottomless Bloody Marys and mimosas. Do brunch at the Grumpy Goat Tavern. Mill Civic in West Des Moines, 50th Street in West Des Moines. For one, for podcasting. Well, construction can give you a good life by giving you opportunities to be a part of a team that does real tangible things in your community. For many of us, it's that feeling of doing something with our hands and creating something from scratch and or giving back to a new home or a remodel project. Do you enjoy working with your hands? Do you enjoy providing for your community? Do you enjoy getting out there and doing a hard day work and coming home and saying, yeah, I did that. Apply today. Wolfconstruction.net. 1-800-BETS-OFF. Now back to Miller and Condon. On 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Trey and Emery Song are back with you here. Miller and Condon on KXNO. It's a Friday. We talk Cyclones. Even if there's no Cyclones to talk about in Emery, that's kind of been the case here. It's relatively quiet. A little bit normal, at least, in Cyclone fandom right now. Getting ready for, of course, the big June recruiting period that'll be happening on the football side of things. And... What are you waiting for? A.J. Green on the basketball side, is that about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, we deserve to have a few quiet weeks after the whole Tyrese Hunter debacle. Sure. Okay, so, uh, yeah, A.J. Green, you're, you're hoping that, you know, gets official at some point here in the next few weeks. and Took his visit to Duke apparently on Wednesday. There was a report from a Duke reporter that he was visiting the campus and one of the transfers that they were anticipating is no longer going to Duke. Make you nervous? No. No. A.J. Green going to Duke? Come on. Blood thicker than water? Is that what you're saying? I would hope so. We're talking about Duke here, okay? And college basketball is broken. We talk about college football being broken. College basketball is broken, too. It's broken in a lot of ways, but it's not that broken. Joining us right now, Dave Sprout, KASI, up in Ames as we talk some Cyclones. A.J. Green. Most people anticipate he is going to be a Cyclone, but... Dave, when he saw the news that he was visiting Duke this week, that changed your opinion at all? 
A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's Duke we're talking about here. And I know Coach K is gone, but they still got a lot of uh, cachet in the college basketball world, if you will. And it's really hard to turn that uh, offer down. And if he does, yeah, the biggest reason, obviously, would be the chance to play for his dad at Iowa State. And I guess that would be, you know, understandable. But it would be perfectly understandable to want to play at Duke as well because you're talking about a team, a program that aims for the Final Four every year and has a reasonable chance of getting there and can really raise your draft stock. And that's part of the equation for Green as well. So I think uh, that it's certainly a, a, something to worry about if you're Iowa State. I, I, I don't think it's worth getting too worked up about because, I mean, you're talking about such a high-level program there. You miss out on a recruit to them. kind of easy to shrug your shoulders and say, yeah, well, and what are you going to do? Uh, but you got that ace in the hole with the dad on the staff, so we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Well, Dave, we got football. I mentioned June. That'll be a big recruiting period, spring practice in the back. What else is percolating in the world of Cyclones? Is there any story you're keeping an eye on, anything else that is out there? Just seems like an incredibly quiet time overall for the Cyclones. Yeah, it is. Even uh, my man Randy Peterson following along on the uh, Cyclone tailgate tours, you know, got some stories, talked to Jamie Pollard and some other coaches there. But, you know, there's nothing earth-shattering coming out of that because we know the earth-shattering news really has more to do with the larger context of what's happening in college sports and specifically what's happening in Iowa State with Tyrese Hunter, you know, part part of that equation. But uh, right now, yeah, it is a, a quiet time. you got uh, Iowa State football announced three additions to their roster. I don't expect any three of those guys to be huge impact guys right away at least. They all each have multiple years of eligibility left to, to develop and maybe, you know, work into bigger roles. But, uh, yeah, it's just... Kind of a quiet time, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, as Emory pointed out. Yeah, you, you want to live uh, when it's time to live and sleep when it's time to sleep. And then the Tyree Hunter thing pops up, and then you're just like, oh, man, I'm supposed to be sleeping right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, Dave, I, I guess the, the thing on the football front that's really interesting to me, obviously we've got the biggest turnover in Matt Campbell's tenure uh, as Iowa State head coach this year going from last year to this year last year i think we all could agree the goals were not accomplished that were set out for the ball club after the fiesta bowl oh, victory wait, wait, now hold on now Matt campbell didn't make any goals guys let's remember that <laughs> the goals that i had for the <laughs> for, for the program were, were not attained last year on the football field but i'm excited to see a lot of these other guys unfortunately uh spring practice just doesn't do it for me i got to see this pra- like this product on the field in games that matter and training camps so much can change from the spring to the fall who was the one guy though that's going to be in a big spot an elevated spot an elevated role this year that you think cyclone fans are going to immediately be like you know what that's a guy we're going to be able to rely on him this year well, probably the most likely candidate is quarterback with, with Hunter Deckers. Uh, obviously, he's, he's shown some flashes. So he, he got some legitimate playing time in the Big 12 last season. And, and, you know, against Oklahoma, got to throw some real passes and probably, uh, you know, he made some mistakes, made some nice plays too, and probably learned a lot from that experience alone, much more probably than even the, the mop-up duty he experienced last season. I think he's going to be a solid quarterback but with the potential of being an all-conference caliber uh, QB maybe down the road, but uh, that certainly he's you know all eyes are certainly going to be uh, on him. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what or who steps up you know in the defensive backfield. A lot of changes back there, a lot of changes at linebacker. I think Ryan Vance is really ready to step up. I mean he's been appreciated in a lot of ways as a solid role player. Uh, now I think he's really on chance to step up and be another kind of all conference caliber type of player and a guy who's who seems really ready to take on a lot of that leadership role in the uh, in the defensive side at the very least 
And so he's, he's another guy worth keeping an eye on. And then what happens uh, along the offensive line? It was, it's interesting to see, you know, there's a new uh, center with, um, shoot, I forget the kid's name, uh, who moved over from tackle and, or guard into the center position. And, uh, that's going to be a big change for Iowa State too after three, four years, uh, of the, the Ames kid, uh, uh, leading that uh, position. So there's, I mean, there are so many changes we could go on and on for days. I'm sure talking about all the new faces who are going to play really key roles. And uh, I'm sure that's something we'll get into when we get closer to the season. Well, uh, another story on the basketball front mentioned AJ green, but looking forward to 2023 Omaha blue. He named his four options, Kansas, Oregon, Iowa state, or going to the G league to uh, instead of going to college. So those are the options right now. What are you hearing? The chances that Omaha Blue, who grew up here, lived in the state of Iowa, played for Waukee a couple years ago on that state championship team, that Omaha Blue is going to become a Cyclone? Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a real hold on that outside of what he's put out on social media and, and what he said publicly. But uh, it, it, part of that is because he's playing out of state, you know, in a prep school in, in Missouri. And so we uh, will just kind of take his word for it. The, the G League at night really is kind of an interesting wild card. I mean, Kansas and Oregon's are high-level programs who've been to Final Fours in recent years. And, you know, Iowa State's kind of the home uh, state school for him that, that has a pretty good history of its own, maybe not quite to the level of Kansas, obviously. But uh, there's, I'm sure, a lot of appeal for, for a kid who primarily grew up in Iowa to, to stay close to home. But the G League at night, I, I don't follow basketball as closely as I would need to, to, to know how many kids are coming out of G league at night and becoming high level draft picks. To me, it doesn't seem like it's that level yet. And, and maybe most of that is because we're still seeing the highest level high school kids going into college basketball. And there's more of a chance, I think, to develop your game at the college level because you're playing against such great competition there. And I don't think you're seeing that in, in the G league ignite ranks. Although I, I know there will be guys, drafted out of that in, into the NBA this year and have been in the past. So it's an intriguing option. And, and I wonder, you know, does NIL become a part of that equation? Because you get paid uh, to play for the G League tonight, but it's not a great salary uh, when, when it comes right down to it, especially compared to the pros. Uh, but, it, you know, you might be in a position where if you go to one of those other three schools that you might be in a position where you could make more or, or pretty close to uh, what you would get in NIL money. Uh, Dave Sproul here from KASI and Ames. Dave, I think the the G League Ignite and Omaha Blue thing makes a lot of sense based on what I was hearing from our friend Matthew Bain over at the Des Moines Register a couple years ago when Omaha was thinking about like the, the talks were that he was transferring out of Waukee to go kind of the prep school route. The idea was what is going to lead him to the professional uh, ranks as quickly as possible and knowing you can get actual like hard money when you get into the Ignite versus this weird, strange world of NIL, um, you, know, you know, that would make sense to me. And I, on that front, however, I look at uh, the transfer portal and the role that it has played, not just with the Iowa State roster, but with many, most rosters, actually, in, in all of college basketball. Is there some sort of stability for a kid like him who has basically, I mean, he, he started his career here at Dallin Catholic. We forget that. His freshman year, he was at Dallin Catholic and didn't play a whole lot. Transferred to Waukee, of course, was a huge part of their state championship team, and then has gone the prep school route at that point. Is there something that could be said, though, for the stability of this G League Ignite uh, program that you could be a part of. Know that you're playing with professional players against other professional players. These, there, there's a lot of NBA talent that has 
matured in the G League, whether they had gone to college or not, uh, that are a part of the affiliation of NBA squads. Uh, there might be something there for him that Iowa State has to compete with that they really can't match in terms of the, the guarantee and the, the way that it's structured, right? That I think Ignite would have every bit an opportunity, just like Kansas would be, to be kind of the, the big elephant in the room that you have to compete with for a guy like Ballou. Yeah, and I, I look at the upside of G League Ignite. It's not only that you're getting paid, and it would be a regular paycheck. You don't have to hire an agent or deal with all these outside interests that maybe some of whom might just want to take advantage of you. Some might be on the up and up. But you know, you, you sign with the G League Ignite, you know you're getting a steady paycheck, and you can count on it. Uh, the other side is you don't have to go to class. That's all, that's always a bonus. You could have you have more time to spend uh, developing your game. And uh, there is some travel. It's it's. G League Ignite, I, the G League in general, probably not the most glamorous travel situation, whereas in the Big 12 or, you know, Pac-12, whatever, you, you can fly the, the private planes and the charters and all that, and you can really get pretty well taken care of when it comes to that. I'm, I'm not sure what the situation is like for, for the G League, but it can be a, a bit of a haul and, and maybe take it out of you a little bit on that front uh, if it's anything like baseball's minor leagues, for instance. But there are upsides certainly beyond just uh, what, what you see in terms of level and competition or what's going to make more money for you in the immediate future. And, you know, your draft eligibility is the same whether you go to college or you go to G League Ignite. You still got to wait that year uh, basically out of high school to, to be eligible to the NBA draft. So there are a lot of things to weigh. Uh, you make a good point, Emery, that there are a lot of aspects of this decision that uh, make G League Ignite kind of apples to the college games oranges. Yeah, and I just did want to follow up. There were three players from the Ignite drafted in last year's draft. Jalen Green, who was the number two pick by the Rockets, was a, an Ignite player. And Jonathan Kaminga, who's coming off the bench for the Warriors, he was the seventh pick out of the uh, the G League Ignite last year. Isaiah Todd, who, who only made it into the G League from the Bucks, was the third. But uh, a couple of good players, though, that were in the Ignite that did get a lot of minutes this year in the NBA that did come from Ignite this year. Good stuff. Hey, Emery, uh, good stuff out of you. Dave, got to let you go, but before we do, we're Twins fans. Royce Lewis was incredible in his call-up, one of the top prospects in baseball. But Carlos Correa is healthy. Send him back down to the farm. Did you agree with the decision, or you think he could find a bats up here as well as he was playing up in the MLB? No, I don't, I don't like the decision on the whole. I kind of get where the Twins are coming from in that they don't really have another position at which to put Royce Lewis, and you're not going to you know move Carlos Correa out of his position, obviously, but I just think that he is just playing too darn well to send him down, whereas Jose Miranda and maybe a couple other dudes are still there and they're not hitting nearly as well and probably not playing defense nearly as well as Lewis was. And Lewis is such a great athlete, and he's shown that I don't. I was concerned about you know how much he'd be hampered by the ACL last season. He's shown that he looks like he's completely over that and, and is in fantastic physical shape. So I. Part of me thinks, well, yeah, he could probably handle another position, or maybe he can DH him and, and have uh, Correa DH or cycle through some other positions uh, for, for Lewis. On the other hand, I know where the Twins are coming from, that they don't want a guy learning different positions on the job at the major league level, and he's going to get the chance to learn some other positions now at AAA. But, man, taking that bat out of the lineup, something I, I just don't like. He's got a little bit of everything. That's to just him. too bad. Ah, oh, yeah, Emery, yeah. he's crying over there. Hey, Dave, <laughs> so we're out of time for t- from the White Sox fan. Right, right. Out of time for today. <laughs> Thanks so much. We'll talk next week. My pleasure, guys. All right, we're due for a quick timeout, but we right now got to give four people an opportunity to win Claxon's Barbecue. It is your chance to win our contest that we do each and every Friday here on Miller and Condon. 
All you have to do, dial us up right now, now 284-5966, 284-KXNO. Your chance to win $35 in gift certificates to Claxons. If you're the winner, second place, $25, 284-5966. We'll give you four games. You give us your chance to win when we come back. Miller & Connick continues in a moment. Most everyone knows that the Grumpy Goat Tavern has great lunches and dinners. But did you know that the Grumpy Goat Tavern also has breakfast? Classics like steak and eggs, the hangover burrito, chorizo biscuits and gravy. You can step it up with the shrimp and grits, breakfast fried rice, or hot chicken and waffles. And don't forget the big-ass cinnamon roll. Plus, bottomless Bloody Marys and mimosas. Do brunch at the Grumpy Goat Tavern, Mill Civic in West Des Moines, 50th Street in West Des Moines, and in Ankeny. Outdoor gear. Time for Claxons as we come back. Miller and Condon putting a wrap on things here on a Friday. We got four contestants, a chance to win $35, two Claxons, $25 for a second place. Got the games ready for you. Embry, we'll let you play at the end. You're not eligible to win, though. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm sorry. That's the only reason I agree to do this show. Well, maybe I'll take you to Claxons sometime. What do you think of that? All right. That's fair. All right. Don't have to I'm twist in. your arm on that one. I can tell. Let's kick it off here. We got Jeff up first. He's ready to roll. What's happening, Jeff? I'm uh, living the dream, guys. There Thanks you go. I got four games for you. We're going to go through here. First against the point spread in the NBA. Starting tonight, the Warriors, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Mavs. Give me the Mavs. Game two tomorrow, it'll be the Celtics also favored by six-and-a-half in game three of that series. I will take the points. Going with Miami. The third game up, it is game three tomorrow, NHL. Blues back at home against the Avs. Who do you like? Avalanche. And our final game here before we get to our tiebreaker. Tonight, Twins are at the Royals. Twinkies or KC? Who do you got? Let's go with KC. Wrap it up here. Our tiebreaker. Iowa scored 30 runs last night in their game against Indiana. They have two games remaining in the series against the Hoosiers. How many point, How many runs Excuse me. do the Hawkeyes score here the next two nights? 11. Going with 11. Jeff is in. Let's go next to Justin. Justin, Warriors favored by six and a half tonight against the Mavericks. Got to click him on. There we go. Justin, sorry about that. Who do you got, Warriors or the Mavericks? It's all good. I'll take the Warriors. Going with Golden State. Game two, Boston. Well, game three of the series. Game two for us. Celtics favored by six and a half against the Heat. Celtics. Let's go next to the NHL. Blues Avalanche in St. Louis, Game 3. Who do you got? I'm going to take Colorado. Going with Colorado. Let's go Twins-Royals tonight in Kansas City. I'll take Minnesota. And how many runs do the Hawkeyes score in their next two games against Indiana? Um, let's go 13. 13. Justin is in. Up next, we got Chad. He's ready to go trying to win some claxes with us. What's up, Chad? Not much. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Golden State favored by six and a half tonight against Dallas. Let's go, Mavs. Let's go to the Celtics. Also favored by six and a half back at home against Miami. We'll go Celtics. Blues Avalanche game three. Blues. Twins Royals tonight in Kansas City. Let's go Minnesota. And we wrap it up. How many runs do the Hawkeyes score the next two nights? I'm going to go 14. 14 the number. 
Chad is in his chance to win some Claxons. We wrap it up with Mike. Mike, Golden State favored by six and a half against Dallas tonight. I'll go with the Warriors. Going Golden State. Boston favored by six and a half at home. Game three against Miami. Uh, Celtics. Boston for Mike. Blues Avalanche game three in St. Louis. Uh, Avalanche. Twins Royals tonight in Kansas City. Uh, Minnesota. And we wrap it up. Hawkeyes, after scoring 30 last night, how many get do they get the next two nights against Indiana? Uh, Ten. Ten is the number. We got you in, Mike. There it is. Claxons in Altoona. Emery, anything pop out there? If you if you were betting, maybe what side would you take? Okay, so if I'm I'm laying I'm laying money on this. I, I want to make big money. Big, big money. Warriors comfortably tonight. Comfortably. comfortably. Okay. I like the Celtics comfortably tomorrow. I like the Avs getting them. Get, taking a game in St. Louis in Game Three, and then I'll take your Twins tonight. I like uh, I like the pitching matchup, and then eighteen. Indiana can pitch Game One. They, they can't pitch Game Two or Three either. Eighteen, you'd go over that number. Four favorites for Emery. It's like Ken never left. Playing oh, all the favorites over there. Stop. Thanks for joining me, Emery. Let's see ya. We'll be back at it on Monday. Murphy Andy coming your way here at one.